As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. SpotlightMediaStudios.com Welcome to Education Unfiltered. Here is Mary Stucco. Hello, this is Mary Stucco with Education Unfiltered. We discuss everything higher ed, and higher ed can take on a lot of different forms. Today, we're talking about higher ed at the high school level and students who are earning college credit. Um, George Gomez from Wilson Talent Center is joining me today. He's with the Criminal Justice Program. It's available at the Ingham ISD campus. And we're going to be talking a little bit about their program. George is a retired uh, uh, retired from the Lansing Police Department. He was on the force for 25 years. So he brings a lot of practical advice and experience into the classroom. Welcome, George. Thank you for having me here, Mary. So let's get started and talk about what it looks like. You teach the criminal investigations course. I do. I teach criminal investigations at the Wilson Talent Center. Um, our program, uh, we focus on um, doing teaching the students some of the things that uh, they would do um, as a patrolman um, as far as investigating uh, crime scenes. Um, we work on... Uh, processing the crime scenes, teaching them how to um, uh, be able to lift latent prints, um, actually the process of going through and documenting crime scenes. That's one of the things that we do. Um, we work uh, with our uh, law enforcement program. So there's a lot of things that kind of carry over between the two programs that we do together. Um, those things being uh, the defensive tactics. Um, we actually have our students also work on some of the traffic stops and things like that. Uh, clearing houses. Um, so there's a lot of things that we kind of do together, but um, our program is more focused on the processing of the crime scene. And how many college credits are students looking at earning while they're in your program? Um, if they go through both years, going through the law enforcement part and the criminal investigations part, they get a total of 16. And that's amazing because they don't have to pay anything for that. Oh, it's all answer. paid for and it transfers not just to Lansing Community College, but I believe there's a few other colleges that will transfer to as well. There are Baker, uh, Jackson Community College, um, also give certain amount of credits based on our curriculum. That's excellent. 
Let's talk a little bit about what they're going to be doing, such as they're going to be uh, re- report writing, crime scene processing, photographing, sketching, measuring. What does that look like? Yeah. Well, one of the things that we've done, um, we've gone to uh, our, uh, here at Lansing Community College, the Mid-Michigan Police Academy, and I've gone to the director and we've said, we've asked him, I, I say we because it's me and my partner both, what do students struggle with? And over and over again, we keep getting report writing. Report writing, and we know that. We've see, we saw that at the police department, uh, new officers coming in. And so we really try to get them to do a, as much report writing as we can do while still keeping it exciting and fresh. Um, so, for instance, this last uh, week, um, I had my students actually process a crime scene. Um, at our training house, I was able to set up multiple crime scenes so we could have multiple groups in there. And they went in as a group, they processed this crime scene. They go in, they photograph it. They mark, they, they search and mark the evidence. They then go and uh, do a sketch of the crime scene, measuring uh, where each piece of evidence is, because ideally, if you had to, you could recreate that. Um, and then they wrote a report based on that, uh, just like they would have to if they were doing this you know, for real for a police department. Um, the report writing, I, I'll be honest with you, I hated report writing. But if you want to get into this field, whether it's law enforcement, uh, policing, you want to be a detective, you're going to write reports. You're going to write a lot of reports. And so we might as well teach them now and get them used to it now. Exactly. It's better to mess up while you're still in college and learn rather than wait to get that job. And then they're having to come back to you saying, listen, and, work on this a little bit. Yeah. And we saw officers that came in and they really struggled with it and had to be retrained. And, you know, ideally, um, that's one of those things that you learn and there's a lot of, enough things to learn in policing that if you can avoid having to go back and learn how to write, that, that helps. Exactly. Getting them a little bit ahead of the game. Uh, how do you uh, approach things like um, responding to different types of complaints and the different theories of criminology, things like that? Yeah. The criminology part is one of the ones that we get into the latter part of the year. And one of the things is, that, you know, as a, as a detective, as a police officer, you want to try to understand, you know, why people commit crimes. Um, you know, there's a difference between someone that maybe steals because they don't have any money and they've got a baby they've got to feed, as opposed to someone that, you know, it's choosing to do it to benefit from it. Um, granted, the law applies the same, but it's, as a person, you have to understand there's, a, there's differences. And so part of criminology is, is understanding, you know, why people do things. Um, you know, as a detective, you know, my last uh, 15 years working as a detective, primarily uh, in the crimes against persons, which dealt with um, homicides, uh, serious uh, uh, crimes, you'd get a, a case where you didn't, ha- you didn't know who the accused was, and you're looking at the crime and trying to figure out, okay, you know, why would someone have done this? Yeah, sometimes it's monetary. They might be doing it for, you know, purposes of theft or stealing from someone, um, but, you know, those are things that come in, become useful to you to have an understanding of it. And, of course, this is a, a basic criminology class. It's not going to teach them to be uh, FBI profilers, but it gives them an understanding of what, what to look for and what they look at. Excellent. What are some characteristics that would make a successful student in your program? Well, um, good attitude, uh, the willingness to learn, because there are a lot of different things that they're learning. Attendance is extremely important. In all our programs at the Wilson Talent Center, we really stress attendance because we're treating it like a job. And we tell the students, look, you, you cannot 
not show up to your job. You know, if you don't show up to your job, you can end up losing it. And so we really stress attendance. Um, leadership skills are a good thing to come. You know, if you're going to get into policing, you have to have some leadership skills. But not all our students come, come in with strong leadership skills. So we really work on, on, uh, on stressing that and having them learn that. Uh, in the way that we set up our class, we'll have different squads. In my particular class, I'll have, I have uh, four squads. Each squad, which is about four to five people, has a sergeant. And then I have uh, a couple of lieutenants that are in charge of two squads. Then I'll have an a executive officer who's kind of the second in command next to me. And by doing that, I, we put different levels of responsibility on them. And that way they learn that leadership, uh, uh, you know, learning to be responsible for other people also. Um, the willingness to fail and learn from your failure. You know, there's a lot of, we're, I, I just realized this this week. I threw some, I put my students into processing this crime scene, and I, and I think I challenged them a little bit too much because they were really struggling. Um, and some of them failed at some of this. Um, some of the things that they failed at. And, and I looked at them. Uh, I'll give you an example. One of my students, they're searching the, the apartment, and they're just walking around, and there's a little bullet casing that I, that's on the floor that's obviously part of the evidence. And as they're walking around, they just kick it. Oh, no. <laughs> and and I, I look at them, and I go, they, they looked at it because they heard it, and they look at it, and, and they're like, uh, that's evidence, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's evidence. <laughs> And, and so I said, you know what? Um, don't worry about it. I said, I guarantee you, you walk into a room again, you're not going to kick another casing. That's a great learning experience. Uh, and so th that's the type of thing that, you know, I can talk to them about my cases. I can tell, you know, talk about it in the classroom. But the ability to actually do it, whether it's a cr a processing a crime scene like we're doing or traffic stops like our law enforcement group is doing, it's just it's a tremendous way to learn. Yeah, and I think, you know, most of us can attest to the fact that we learn probably more from our mistakes Absolutely. than from our successes. So, yeah, I, and I think it's good that you're pushing them because if you're not pushing people, you're not taking them outside their comfort zone. So that's a good sign. And that applies to our, we do some minimal physical conditioning. It is part of our program. And we get students that are fantastic athletes coming in that are, are really not going to, we're not going to improve them on, on what little things we do. And we have some students that really struggle with it. But what we want them to do is to push themselves. If you come in and you're a good athlete, you can push yourself to become even better. If you come in and you're not very strong when it comes to physical uh, fitness, we just want you to improve. And the big thing is also with our uh, program is uh, there's an MCOLS uh, level that they have to reach to be able to get into an academy. And, and it comes down to push-ups, sit-ups, um, high jump, and uh, shuttle, shuttle run. And we give them the actual MCOLS test. And so they know when they leave our program, okay, I've, I've achieved what I have to get to, to get there, or I know where I have to be at, where I got to get to. And so um, we give them a good understanding of that. So they're not surprised later on when they decide they want to get into an academy and realize, ooh, you know, I haven't been doing anything and I'm out of shape. Right. What are some of the skills students will walk away from this program with? Well, one of the one of the skills we hope they really leave with is the ability to communicate, um, the ability to talk to people. Um, you know, part of our of my program is the ability to interview people and get information from them. That's you know one of the things that we do. Um, confidence in speaking in front of people. Um, you know, 
whether it's a detective or a, a road officer, they've got to sometimes take control of situations. And we do that by sometimes putting them in leadership roles where they have to. Um, you know, in my particular class, I want them to have an understanding of processing a crime scene. If one of my students um, later on goes to a small department, they might not have a detective bureau. They won't necessarily have a crime scene uh, team or a crime scene officer to process crime scenes like I did at Lansing. They might be it. And so having that ability, and of course, when they go to an academy, they'll, they'll improve on that, they'll do more of that. Um, the use of force, um, you know, we talk about teaching them defensive tactics, we start with teaching them the use of force, um, understanding what it is to be able, you know, what you can do to try to, if you have to control someone, uh, you know, you, you have to meet their level with a certain level, you can't ex, you know, exceed that. Um, the knowledge of the certain defensive tactics, um, the physical fitness that they, that they need to understand that they should be in if you're going to get into this profession. And, um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your program has just added a criminal justice training house. That, that is so, it's been so incredibly useful for us. Like I was saying, um, I was able to set up two crime scenes. Uh, last year before we had this, um, I'm sitting there laying tape on our blue mat to simulate kind of a wall. And I could do one group at a time. Um, where now, you know, I can actually, in fact, I was thinking about this. I set up two crime scenes. I could have done three crime scenes and had three teams processing at the same time. And I can go around from, you know, from one room to the next and kind of watch them. Uh, but this training house has just added so many uh, things that we can do. Um, the clearing, teaching them building clearing techniques. Um, it's just been extremely useful. And by bringing our partners, uh, our, what I mean by our partners are uh, other agencies, they come in and train there. And, it, you know, depending on what they're doing, they allow our students to sit in and, and kind of watch what they're doing. Um, I want to say about uh, two or three weeks ago, we had canines out there, so the kids really got to see how the canines were being trained. Oh, that's great. Uh, so it's incredible um, for the aspect of our ability to do things, um, with that lab, as well as having our partners there and having our kids kind of see what the partners, you know, what the local police officers do. Oh, wow, that's a phenomenal opportunity. Um, speaking of these agencies, how does your program work with them in other capacities? Well, often they are, um, they, they come in and are guest speakers for us. Um, we have a, a canine officer from uh, MSU uh, DPS that comes in, uh, shows her dog, and talks about uh, the canine training. Uh, they sit on our um, our board, um, so they're members of our board. Um, they help us with our mock interviews, which is one of the most important things. Our students at the end of the year do mock interviews, like they were wanting, you know, as if they were going in to get a job at Lansing or at Ingham, and they come in and they interview these our students, and you know, to have the chief of police of Lansing or the uh, sheriff of Ingham County come in and actually you're sitting in front of them, a couple things. A, it gets the students past that uncomfortableness. Their first one usually is terrible. Yes. And then they get much better by their second and third one. But it also allows them to be seen by these agencies. Um, so they, you know, they now have a face, you know, and a name. And, and if, you know, we've had uh, agencies that come in and say, yeah, you know, I really like that kid, if, you know, if he's interested you know, maybe hook them up with our Explorers program. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, they, they help us in many ways. They provide us equipment sometimes in certain situations. Um, 
Uh, we've had our cars donated uh, that we use uh, for traffic stops. Police cars were donated uh, to us. Um, so, yeah, they, they're very valuable to us. Yeah, that's fan- fantastic. Um, I know you have 25 years of experience retiring from the LPD. What changes have you seen in the criminal justice over this career? Well, I'm going to speak as a detective. One of the biggest changes that occurred was with the use of cell phones. Um, the use of cell phones created a lot of opportunities for us to, when it comes to investigating uh, cases. Um, one of the first uh, cases uh, involving cell phone evidence um, I had here was a homicide, um, and we were able to trace the person's from the crime scene, we kind of trace where they went based on where his cell phone was hitting. Um, people put a lot of things on their cell phones. And so, and the use of cameras, that's probably the, the other biggest one. Now we have cameras everywhere. Um, and so that, that's been a major change also. It always seems surprising to me what people will actually videotape on their cameras. Like, no one's ever going to know. <laughs> I, I tell you what, as a detective, we loved it. It gave us <laughs> a lot like, of evidence. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, joining us today, sharing with us about your program. You have a good day. Thank you. Great to be here. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.